Welcome to Dicey Stories, where we tell stories shaped by dice. You're listening to our tabletop role-playing game, Actual Play Podcast, episode 57. Today's episode begins a new series, Cruise Control, set in the Star Wars universe between A New Hope and The Empire Strikes Back. It is played using Fantasy Flight Games, Star Wars, and Genesis role-playing materials, and the Mythic GM emulator. If you want to know how all those pieces fit together, listen on. Otherwise, skip ahead two minutes. We use the Star Wars role-playing game as the base, playing our adversaries, gear, and setting from there. One of our main characters, JT, is a veteran of a long-term Edge of the Empire campaign called Desert Rose Solutions. As we play Cruise Control, you'll hear us reference past adventures she's been on, like FFG's published module, Jewel of Yavin. For Cruise Control, we rebuilt JT using Genesis for character creation, knocking down her earned XP substantially. The narrative explanation is that her experience with the dark side following the Desert Rose Solutions campaign really changed her, and she's still recovering from that. We use Genesis for force powers, too, experimenting with the Genesis magic rules to fit that need. As for the Mythic GM emulator, it serves as the GM, providing tools for adding randomness to the game, organizing scenes, tying in existing characters and plot threads, and answering questions that you might ask a GM. Whenever you hear us doing a scene setup, referencing the action subject table, updating lists of NPCs or threads, or talking about the chaos level, those are emulator mechanics. In the first few scenes, it may sound like I have the role of a traditional GM, but that's mainly because my PC hasn't entered the story yet, giving me more headspace for NPCs and exterior events. With a GM emulator, the traditional roles of PC and NPC get blurred depending on how the story progresses, and there is still a lot for a player to do without their PC present. Since there is no single GM, both of us players contribute to decision-making, and to help with that, we lean on references like Fantasy Flight Games, Allies and Adversaries for NPCs, the fan-made environmental set pieces document for things related to the environment, and the West End Games module, Riders of the Maelstrom, which does take place on a cruise ship. With that background out of the way, allow me to introduce Cruise Control, which will be entering our feed midweek for the next five months, occupying the odd-numbered episodes of Dicey Stories. Welcome aboard the Metropolis, the largest, most majestic cruise starship in the entire galaxy. During your stay with us, hobnob with the movers and shakers of the galaxy over lunch at the Imperial Restaurant, or mingle with elite society at a charity fundraising gala. Relax on the sand in the beach zone, or enjoy a vigorous swim in our sector-sized pool. Prefer the cold? Hit the slopes or ice rink at the snowscape. Runners, there's plenty of places for you to get a workout, too. Cool down afterwards in the meditative gardens. The more scientifically minded might enjoy a lecture from a resident professor or the stellar phenomena visible from the observation lounge. You younglings will be well cared for in our entertainment facilities that include a reconfigurable playground and a hollow park. Parents, Leave them in our care while you get your shopping done on the bazaar deck. Any extra baggage can be stowed safely in our secure cargo holds. And don't forget to get a tour of the bridge from me, your captain. Our friendly staff will be on hand at all times to help you with any logistical, medical, or scheduling needs. Leave the concerns of the galaxy behind 
as you step aboard Dame Metropolis. Join us for Cruise Control, a wacky psychological drama slash tale of daring do, featuring Imperials, Rebels, Force users, Mutineers, Vigilantes, Crime Bosses, Droid Liberators, Secret Identities, Chases, Escapes, Investigations, Combat, both physical and social, and a charity gala dinner, of course. Today's episode is scene one. Embracing her new role as charity director for the War Orphans Fund, force-sensitive outlaw technician Jai Tessa, known as JT to her friends, schmoozes with wealthy passengers while waiting to board Dame Metropolis on Corellia, hoping to get some of them interested in attending her fundraising gala during the cruise. For the serialized, narrative write-up of this and our other stories, visit us at DiceyStories.com. Now let's get rolling. We've got a story to tell. We have to establish to start off NPCs. Oh, that's right. Mythic has a system. Renzi is on this list instead of JT. Oh, instead of Renzi's girlfriend. You would like Eliza on this list? Sure. Is that all you want to start with? Should we also include Mr. Bits or something? I think Mr. Bits would be good on there, yes. What about Tusk? Yeah, he, he should go the on charity? there. Yeah, yes, Tusk should be on there. What was her name? The Pantoran from Cloud City. That... Oh, Aris Yes, and she should be on there. what about Angel? Uh, if you want to put her on there. Okay, just because you had cultivated that relationship and you had gone into that when you were... For doing that, did you want to put uh, Madame Lilac on there? Okay, we can also add Madame Lilac. She didn't get enough screen time. And there was the possibility that she might, you know. Yes, that there could be other vigilantes on board. All right, that's a good number of NPCs to start with if we need to bring in any of your backstory. Okay. So, threads. Why are you on this cruise? What is your goals on this cruise? Do you have a certain amount of funding that you wish yeah, to raise? Yeah, I think she's... JT needs to raise X credits for the so do you war want, orphans. Fund. Do you want to handle this? And we can say we need. I want to say a million. If that, if that's well, way too I, much. I, or, I was thinking of you know like twenty units yes. of credits. But there should be some actual number. It's twenty million credits. And when you interact with rich NPCs, you know you have. Oh, did you want the flogging hams on the NPC list? <laughs> if you want them added. I think they're good to have in the background. Yes, 20 million. So raise 20 million credits for the charity. For War Orphans Fund. That is your only goal at this point in time. At this point in time, yes, that is the goal. Do we open with everyone getting on the ship? I think we do. The chaos factor always starts at five. Five. Right now, this is the scene of boarding the ship. We need a goal in this scene, right? Yes. Is your goal simply to reach your stateroom? (laughs) JT's kind of... She's fundraising, she's kind of in charge of some things. I feel like she's not in charge of, like, that. she has an event coordinator to run the day-to-day things. Are you endeavoring to establish connections even now? Yes. This is hopefully a social scene uh, rather yes. than an exploration or combat scene at this point in time. I think we do need, though, to roll the random event stuff. Just to, just to give a flavor it to it. You just want the random two words? You also want the event focus table? Uh, I would like to see what the event focus table says. Okay. And then I would also like an action and a subject. Because you never know when you are going to roll doubles. 31, our event, our event focus. Introduce a new NPC. Oh, perfect. perfect. This NPC is someone who... 64. Spy. That's even better. <laughs> you rig these dice. 
And 63. Power. Okay. Uh, you already have something in mind? I had some ideas in mind of some types of people who would be on this ship, so, so I, will, I will keep this in mind. it sounds like James Bond is on this ship. I will ship. keep this in mind as we have you meet a few NPCs right. while you are waiting in line. We do need to roll the... The is, modify the scene, potentially? Yes. That is just a D10, And your goal in this scene... Is your goal just to get somebody to agree to come to the gala? Is your goal to establish somebody that you can I think be buddy with on the right, ship? It, no, it's identify a new potential wealthy donor. Okay. Somebody who has money. If you didn't have a real charity, this would be you identifying a mark. Yes, if JT wasn't a good person, that's what this would be. Okay, so identify a potential donor. Now you're going to roll, and if it's five or less, it's going to be altered. Seven! So seven is nothing. We got some questions, though, that we need to answer. So we are going to have more dice rolls here. Okay. Defining some qualities of the ship. This, I think, is going to involve the table of how likely is it that the ship is whatever size. You want to talk about, like, silhouettes? I don't, or just I don't generic, care about silhouettes. I care like about generic. Right. Is this the sort of thing that's got a thousand crew? Or is this the sort of thing that's got 200 people on it total? We could set in, is it X large? And if the answer is exceptionally yes, then it's even bigger. That's fine. So question then posed is, is this a large vessel with hundreds of crew and thousands of passengers? Right. Okay. How likely do you feel this is? Event planning wise, if this is the kind of thing that's got a lot of activities going on and your gala fundraiser is just one of many, then I think it's very likely that this has thousands of passengers. Very likely, she says. We roll a four exceptionally yes. That sounds to me like this we, ship is we have hundreds of crew. Enormous. And yeah, this is enormous. This is a city in space. This is a mobile we're on the Death Star. <laughs> This is a huge thing. There's hundreds of crew and like could even be tens of thousands of guests. Yes, like it is a city in space. It's Cloud City escaped the atmosphere. What's this this colossal ship called? Something with Mega in the name? I was not fitting with vigilante theme things. It's called like Metropolis. Can we call it like Lady Metropolis or something like that? Sure. Give it some sort of title. You want to call it Dame Metropolis? Oh, yeah. Dame Metropolis. So, like, some people will refer to, like, affectionately as the Dame. Dames are always trouble. (laughs) Dames are always trouble. Yep. This is a ship that cannot land. It's orbital only. There's shuttles that bring people up from the planets to board. So, skiffs, essentially. Do you wish for the first scene to, like, actually be on that skiff? Yeah, I think that makes so sense. So you, you, this is not, like, registering. No. So this is going to be a lot of just different NPCs who's on your skiff yes. that you start to establish relationships I with. I have a question. How fancy is this particular shuttle? The shuttle is likely to be very fancy because it's setting the mood for the ship itself. Now, that doesn't mean, like, it's not... Some shuttles are better and some are less fancy. And it's... But which shuttle you get, like, the quality of shuttle you get might depend on, like, the berth that you actually have. Yes, that's almost certainly the case. Um, so my asking, like, is JT on a fancy shuttle? And we think that's likely? I think one thing for you to consider is the use of funds. Not that I want us to count credits, but right. this is all being done on a very fancy vessel. And obviously a lot of money is going up front into having this fundraiser. How much of the money donated to charity goes to charity? Yes, exactly. Is JT, like, going to dress and behave to impress, but stay in, like, a cheap room? Or is JT, like, spending her own credits to have nice stuff? She very rarely spends her own credits for nice things. Right. She has, like, hoarded credits. Right. I think she's probably staying in a relatively basic room. 
but she needs to make those connections. So she right has away. to ride the fancy she shuttle. Has to ride the fancy but room. she's not staying in a fancy stateroom. So, so she has how... to talk her way on to the So fancy I think, shuttle. yeah. Okay, I like that. So you're staying in a basic stateroom. Yes. But you want to talk your way onto the fancy shuttle. I guess we don't need to roll to see is this a fancy shuttle. We know you are trying to get onto yes. a fancy shuttle. It'll take a longer series of rolls to determine if JT's on a fancy <laughs> shuttle. There is the initial check-in then. I'd say there's a very crowded space. Like if you can think of some of the places we've been where you're waiting for a ferry or whatever. You know, like One there's question. a whole bunch of what people. What planet are we leaving from? Are we leaving from Ryloth? I don't think we would be parting from Ryloth. I think probably you would be parting from a core world or a mid-rim world. How about Corellia? Because they make ships. Yeah, sure. You can be leaving from Corellia. There's some traveling that goes on before like the cruise proper starts. So probably a certain number of guests already boarded the ship on Coruscant. And then now this is boarding in Corellia. And Corellia is the last stop before the ship makes it jump into the exotic unknown. Ooh. You're in a crowded space. There's lots of humans and lots of Salonians and lots of drawl around. What a drawl. I also don't know what Salonians are, but that sounds like more of a... There's lots of Duros. Duros, lots of Duros. yes, those I know. Drawl is in this system, yeah. There's lots of Drawl, Salonians, Corellians, and Duros. Drawl are completely furred, and they are silhouette zero. Salonians are also completely furred, and their planet is in this system, but a lot of them live on Corellia underground. You met one or two Salonians when you were here with the droid liberation one of that guy's bodyguards was a Slonian. Okay. Um, I, I remember her. Yeah, they're maybe more like ferrets than rabbits. Yeah, I think ferret is the right way to... Obviously, there can be other races around, but that sets the list of the kinds of people that will likely be in the room and getting on the, the ship. So you enter, and there's like a ticket taker type person, and they immediately they like scan your ticket. And- uh-huh. Oh, it's a droid? No, no, just a little scanner. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it could be a droid. Could be. That will uh, decrease your ability to influence. Uh, yes, but it'll increase the interest. So we'll say it's a droid at this point. Okay. The droid reads your ticket and gestures you over to this line, this kind of like crowded area with people like holding their suitcases. Yeah. And I don't want to say uh, the riffraff of the, of the galaxy. <laughs> the galaxy, but... but... Somebody who was further ahead of you in line, they got pointed towards a door. Make a perception check to see like what you door. saw. How difficult. Average. Two success, one triumph, one threat. Take a strain. A strain. For the threat. From like you being told not to go to that door. But you had a triumph on that. You saw that door. There is a buffet <laughs> in there. You tell me they have a milkshake machine. There's a milkshake machine. There's like a... Milkshake bar. A margarita... It's a margarita drawer. Uh, it's a slush, like slushy type, right? Like all the cooling beverages. And you saw people in that room that looked very fancy. It was more fancy. So you know that that's the lounge for the people who have lots of money. Right. You can use the Triumph if you would like to upgrade something that you're going to do. Destroyed as thank you for purchasing your room in steerage. Class 3 passenger, Jai Tessa. Thank you so much for doing You're doing great. I really appreciate uh, what you're doing here. Please Do you get to step aside. serve later? Uh, I just wanted to step into the margarita room real quick. That is... I'm here for a charity fundraiser event. I don't know if you saw on my, my ticket. I got a, ah, a yes, non-profit. Ah, yes, you are a worker on this ship. 
Well, whether or not he yes. interprets it that way is up to your... This is charm, obviously. Okay. And what is his cool? Droids are not super cool. But is rebuffing people part of his job? But rebuffing people is probably part of his job. So I mean, he's probably a protocol it droid. Is, oh, that's a good point. A protocol droid. A citizen of the galaxy. Nope. Still not cool. Not cool, protocol droid. Not cool. Does he have more presents, though? He's got two presents, so two purples. I'm not going to use any of my precious I will take that upgrade. I said, no, no, I'm here at the War Orphans Fund. We're raising money. Uh, Would you like to donate anything? I understand. Every every credit counts. Those people have credits that count the most. Those people have credits that count the most. They do. One success and three advantages. At this point, that droid will agree to let you into the waiting lounge with the refreshing beverages, but that doesn't mean you're going to get onto the. That's probably okay. The goal is just gotta make those connections. So, hi, thank you so much. His designation is PD one hundred one. Thank you so much. PD one hundred one sounds like that's gonna go onto the NPC list. Sure, PD. PD. He, like, checks a chronometer, and he tells you what time your shuttle will be leaving. Ah, I do need to be back for that shuttle. Okay. But he agrees to let you in, advantage-wise. Does he suggest somebody in there who's... Yes. That he saw had lots of money, or would be otherwise sympathetic? I think, right, he doesn't have credits. Like, that's a ridiculous yeah, thing no. for you to say to a droid, is, is what he says. I mean, he doesn't say that that way. Right. But, but he says... I do not have credits for your charity. The people with credits, you will find many in this room. Perhaps you should speak to one of the short furry organics. The JT short. <laughs> Thank you so much, PD. Uh, I tip him like 10 credits. He said he didn't have any credits. He, he ex- did a good job. He accepts your credits. Maybe he will end up donating that back. Who knows? Uh, just be a few minutes, I'm sure. What kind of luggage? You you must have, like, a trunk with you, right? Because you've got, like, all your fancy outfits. You've got to have, like, your full load of outfits, right? You've got to have your standard. Right, but what are you wearing? Right now. Like, she knows she has to make a good impression, right? So is it the, like, cocktail party outfit right now? For Just for boarding the ship, wow. Got to start off strong. Oh, like a no, power no, no. pantsuit? No, no, no. Is it, like, the winter gear? I don't know how cold it is before we're outside. Okay. A nice-looking jacket. Yes. You are not in your utility coveralls. No, I'm not. We will allow your blue streak outfit to be hidden. It's like skin-tight suit. In, That's essentially in your utility belt. Yes, it, it's hidden everywhere. Out. All right. But so yes, I guess I have to have the fancy gown, the mechanics gear. PD-101 checks your luggage for you okay. at That's this true. point. Thank you so much. You had advantages and you tipped him, so... Into the refreshing beverage room. First, I have to grab, grab a beverage. It's got to be some Karelian special here. A special Karelian milkshake? Or are you, uh, uh, you branching out? That we'll see what the... Uh, there's got to be something I mean, that's like rocket the fuel. special Karelian drink is whiskey. Karelian whiskey is the big deal. So there's got to be something that's just like hyper fuel. The Karelians are crazy about speed. Oh, okay. So, yeah. This is an alcoholic drink? I feel like if it's rocket fuel, it's uh, okay. sort of like Four loco where it's an upper and a downer at the same time. I think we need to ask a question at this point of, do you recognize anybody in this lounge? How likely do you think it is that you would recognize somebody who is boarding in Corellia? Don't know that many people in Corellia. We went there once. Yes, you were there to help Jeppo Edo. But Jeppo Edo is not loaded with cash, so I don't think he's going to be here. No, but you did meet some people from like the Droid Liberation. We're also not loaded with cash. Correct. They like liberating droids. I think it's unlikely or very unlikely. Do you have a preference on those two? Nope. Let's say unlikely. 77? Which is above the chaos vector. Uh, so the answer is no. So you enter. 
There are some short furry organics in here. There were also some tall furry organics, as well as short and tall non-furry organics. Really, any combination of, of height and furriness is present here. Full spectrum of... Yes. There's some Slonians, there's some Jaw, there's humans, there's Duros, and then there's a smattering of other species. But there's those are the main ones. Serving droid and other things. Yes. All the servants here are droids. And not astromechs with cocktail, like actual properly appointed. Like a B10 unit. There is definitely a B10 unit providing fancier mixed drinks. Oh, and all of his arms work already. There's hover droids delivering beverages. You also know discrete vacuum droids going around as well, sucking up the crumbs as soon as they hit the ground. Because there's also hover droids with canapes and hapias. And uh, I think JT like whistles in binary to one of the hover droids. Like, excuse me, thank you so much. Are you trying to start a conversation, or are you just appreciating? Them? She's just appreciating them. Didn't want to say, oh, you missed a spot over there. Uh, no, but somebody else does. <laughs> carelessly gestures and they're already a little drunk and they're like drink flashes and then they're like hey you you sucker see see to this mess all right this person probably has money if they're a jerk uh we could establish something about this person if you like or you can avoid this person in which Mm. case we need to establish them to avoid them later let's establish something about this person you want just a two-word combo or you want some motivation-y things let's start with a two-word combo right now as well as determining their species and whatnot yep all right, action, 31. Heal, they're perhaps a highfalutin doctor. Subject, 23, balance. Heal and balance. A war profiteer. Oh. Doctor. Sorry, you had an idea? I know that there's going to be like professional athletes on this show. Ooh. And I was thinking, like, the balance thing could build up. But no, 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 this is good, too. Because I was also thinking there should be some, like, Chiwab reps here from that pharmaceutical company. What would they do again? So Chiwab, they were working to supply chemicals to the Gesserol facility. They also arranged to steal Bacta from Zeusfra and... They were the ones who were trying to buy out Blue Spring Lodge's land. They're the evil pharmaceutical in our game. Right, they're, they're the AstraZeneca of this <laughs> universe. Yes. Okay, so it's like a, a pharmaceutical executive. Yeah, okay, that's who this Big is. Big pharma. So for the purposes of here, I am saying probabilities. You just need D100 then? Yeah. 85. That's not one of the four species that I said oh. were common for Corellia, which means we're going to go to... The Xenology book? First roll evens and odds. Evens. And now roll D100, and then add 100 to what you get. 193. All right, well, it's not a Yuzan Vong. It could be a Zabrak or a Zeltra. We'll make it a Zabrak. Go easy on the uh, costume budget here. Yes. This jerky Chiwab executive is a Zabrak. This is a male Zabrak. Right now, you just know that he's a little drunk and a little jerky. And he is wearing a very well-tailored suit. Somewhere there's corrupt bureaucrat. That might be in Scum and Villainy. Oh, that would make sense. He's wearing a well-tailored suit. He's a little drunk already. And he's chatting with some other guests, which is why he was gesturing expansively and sloshed his drinks around. If you want to say you're going to avoid him now because he's a jerk, but he may show up later, that's fine. But he's a little bit drunk, and, and he's talking with other people. Maybe they can work this out. So a vacuum droid comes over and like immediately starts cleaning up the sloshed beverage. And he's with the other hand, he's flagging over another hoverbot. GT will inject herself into this conversation. <laughs> no, no. They, they also made the really bad trank darts used by oh, the attackers at Blue Spring. I see, I see. Good times. <laughs> that was how you guys found out that Chua was involved, by looking at the right. cartridges. 
So he just said some really lame joke. The other people kind of nervously laugh. Uh, but he spilled this, his drink a little bit. GT will say, wow, it's great that they have such excellent uh, service here. These droids are really, they're really something. Is a way to say, like, this is a class A service here. Okay. Roll a charm check. Two reds and a purple. One failure, one threat. So he's essentially like, droids? What droids? He is oblivious to the serving class. Even though he just said, hey, sucker, go clean this up. He doesn't know who he's yelling at. He's like, yelling at someone. And he's like, yeah, these snacks are okay. I've had better. Okay. And you had a threat, too. I right? also had a threat. If you run out of strain... You, so just, like, exhausted for the day. And I essentially, need to... you're the counter. If you run out of strain, you're getting thrown out of this lounge. Oh, yeah, that's good. Go ahead and take that as the strain. That is good. Yeah, and then he just comments that he's had better food. And he says to one of the people he's chatting with, I mean, have you ever stayed at the, the Yarth Bespin? Was that the super classy oh, hotel? yes, that was. Yeah, he's like, have you ever stayed at the Yarth Bespin? The, the Three Belladons has this excellent blah, 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 blah. So okay. the conversation moves to, like, the sumptuous it moves meals. moves to the amazing, super fancy the grandeur that is Cloud City. I mean, that's what JT's going to work yeah. at. Oh, really? I know uh, the Baron Administrator. Uh, Lando Calrissian. Had dinner with him once or twice? I'm trying to remember. You had dinner with him once. I mean, you talked with him more times than that. Yes. So you're going to start name dropping. I'd name drop a little bit. Clearly must have eaten at an extremely fancy restaurant. It might have been like the Ithorian Garden or something like that. Ithorian Garden. They have two mouths, so everything tastes twice as good. And it did go to the fig galleries gala. Yes. Ostensibly, that was the first place you quote-unquote met Lando. I ask him if maybe he got a chance to see the uh, Jewel of Yavin before it disappeared. Okay, okay. Let's pause for a second here sure. and roll in Genesis. I need you to roll... You know, some motivations motiva- and such? Let's just go strength and flaw. 97. Witty. Extremely clever. I'm gonna put my banter to the test. 49. Lazy. All right, that fits with him yelling at these droids. Entitled pharmaceutical things. executive. Yeah. Thinks he's extremely witty. Make another charm check, and you can have a blue die from your situational knowledge, and you can have another blue die for your knowing of a rich, wealthy person. Your Lando. You know, you chit-chat a little bit. It's clear you really do know Lando. You know, he's got a slight verbal tick. He just can't stop. Laughs all the time. Three success, one despair. I think I'm getting thrown out. You brought up the Jewel of Yavin, though. Oh, I did. And... Isn't there a blue-haired person of interest in that? I feel like we can't resist... Something related to that being like okay. what the despair is here. You've definitely broken into this conversation. You succeeded your charm check. You're chatting with these people. You guys are all like dropping names of fancy places in Cloud City. So that a little bit been. of one-upmanship. You know, the art galleries and you mentioned the fig and oh yes, the jewel of Yavin was taken from there. <laughs> and somebody in this little knot, they do like a double take kind of. At you, and then they're like, "You look a little familiar." So were you? You were there that night too. Yeah, that's what I said. I was at the, I was in Cloud City during the Jewel of Yavin Expo. I was uh, helping uh, Eli Tusk. What they say is that's funny because I didn't see you the next day when they brought us all back in. Oh, that is interesting. Let's see. Ah, well, I also know several people on the Wing Guard, and I spoke with them in private. I was working security for Mr. Tusk, you see. Uh, so I had... Oh, and then somebody's like, oh, you were working. We'll get to that. You are going to need a deception check. That sounds good. How good am I at deception anymore? Not as good as it used to be. How difficult would you like this? So I think this is kind of like a crowd level. So it's like a three purple I think thing? three purples will cover this knot of people that you're talking with. Okay. 
I don't think the Zabrak was the one who was there. So we will be making another NPC. You know what? This person is an organic being of some kind. They are. Do you want to roll any further details about them before you make this check? Or no, what? I was going to... I mean, these are all organics you're talking with. So right. if you have a force thing that affects... Yeah, I was trying to decide how to make this work in this scenario. So how are your powers described? Influence for two purples. I can induce a feeling and inflict one strain for success. With some extra added difficulty if you want to literally change what they're thinking about. The mind trick. Two more for one more target, more for range. So do we want to say that you're talking to like three or four people? I think so, yeah. Don't need to mind trick anything. I just need a little, yes, I just need to make them a little friendlier. What I propose is that I make this force check to see if I'm going to get some kind of bonus. I want to affect a significant number of people, so I have to take the extra penalty. This will cost me two strength. Okay. Yes, this is, you know, attempting to change their feelings to sympathy, empathy. I have one success and two threats. Would you be okay with a black die for the rest of... I think that's in line with the bad things that... For any... For everything? Actually, yes. Someone has a knack for it. <laughs> yeah, we'll say a black die for the for, rest of for... your time in this room. Yeah, social things in this room. But I did succeed. You're throwing off balance a little bit, though. What it is, is these people are all very self-assured and very strong-willed. Yes, that is true. You're not just bossing around some minor functionary somewhere. They... Trying to get them to feel sympathy. It's very... <laughs> these are, yeah, these that's are okay. not... That's okay. That's what I'm okay. here for. But you have succeeded in your check. And so what is the effect of What do I success? want the mechanical effect to be? Yeah. I think I would actually like the mechanical effect to be an upgrade. For just one roll or... I think just for one roll. Or if you want to say like, as long as I'm talking with these people, I would take An upgrade take to everything for everything dealing with these people. Or you want me to take that's like a powerful. blue die for the remainder of the social... I, I think... I think a blue die for the remainder. Okay. You were lying. You were talking about how you weren't there the next day. You were fabricating something, and this was all in the context of working security for Tusk. Yes. So what were these lies you were fabricating? That I'm good friends with some folks in the wing guard, and I talked to them. You said you had a private conversation with them. (laughs) You're like, and in your mind, it's like, you're flying underneath Cloud City and the wing guard is chasing you. I mean, I did get a private conversation. I got a tour of their... uh, Storm, that was a storm guard. Yeah, that's a storm guard. Right. Have any of you, you were arrested? No. Clear um, all counts. This person who was at the party, we should determine some things about them. Okay. What do you want to know? We have a male Zabrak. This other person is? It is not one Even of those odds. named characters. Because nobody you knew was in this room. Yes. 13. 13 is a human. Male or female? I rolled odds. So ladies? I don't know. Yeah, sure. So a human and female who was there, and now we need an action and a noun for her to decide something about this wealthy human female. Three, neglect. Subject, seven, allies. Because she doesn't care for her friends. I think she's inherited wealth. Well, yeah. She doesn't pay attention to any of that. Not that she's greedy or anything, she just... She's like oblivious to what it takes to earn credits. Right, that's perfect. Exactly (laughs) the kind of person I need. A fool and her credits are soon parted. Indeed. I'm not sure what sort of aristocracy is present on Corellia, but she's a definite child of wealth. Uh, She's probably the child of some shipbuilding executive. She's probably nominally a shipping magnet today, but other people run the business. She owns the business. Um... It's neglect and it's allies. She is here entirely on her own. Interesting. She doesn't have an entourage with her. Slummish. She just has her checkbook. She doesn't keep an entourage on retainer. She just gets one wherever she needs it. All right. Uh, I can work with that. 
And she was on cloud. She was on. She was at that gala, and she realized, yes, the hair. Yes, I saw you there. And then, funny, funny, I didn't see you the next day when they made us all come back in. So you were making your explanation about, oh, how you worked security for Tusk. And the Zabrak goes, oh, you were working the event. I can work with that, actually. What are you going to do about it? I would say, well, actually, I'm right now running a charity, the War Orphans Fund. I know it's been hard times in the galaxy for the past several decades. There's been a lot of orphans out there. A lot of them just need a small... For five credits a day. Yes. Five million credits. <laughs> How much can I put you down for? <laughs> yeah. Yes, we'll just... I've induced sympathy into one person. Okay, and we established you're talking about like three or four. So one of them is clearly the Zabrak, one of them is the human female. Yes, there's a couple of folks. Okay. We'll see if they matter. Is this a charm check now? Because I'm begging Hold for on. money. So the, the woman, yes. the human woman, says, what What do you mean? What, what kind of hardships? Uh, well, when you grow up without any parents, for example, there's nothing to inherit. She looks appalled. Indeed. You don't have a home. There's no roof over your head. Not because you live well, in a nice garden. What happens to the one that you were living in? It was destroyed by a bomb. doesn't matter if it was clone troopers or battle droids or... Are you going to say rebels or the Empire? Or huts. So you're steering clear of the current war scene. At the moment. Okay. We'll work on that. When you're just a kid and you're in war, you're not on a side. You're just a target. So, they need your help. Mr. Tusk was uh, kind enough to kickstart this fund, but... You may have heard his businesses haven't been doing as well. Hmm. So they need the help of successful people like yourselves to make sure these orphans get the care they need, get the most out of the galaxy. All right, let's get a strength flaw for her so I know if you're hitting any... I can hit some of her... Yeah, because you're definitely not hitting anything that the Zabrak cares about. Right. It's true, he's successful, but uh, he's not, like, proud of his success or anything. Right. 18 on a strength, analytical, and a flaw... 47. Yeah, she's lazy. She just doesn't put herself to... <laughs> just does not apply herself. If she thought about things... She's just smart enough to think lots of other people are dumb. All right, but TT does not know that, so I should not mention right. the tax benefits. Yeah, so right now, I think you're taking a black tie. The two people we've talked to have been established as lazy. Oh. And you're like... I want them to do something. <laughs> I want them to do something. If, all, if, I, if I had faced it, like, you don't have to do anything, just <laughs> sign a check. But right now you're like, you gotta help these poor kids. Right, 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 right. Okay, I like that. Good thing I have a knack for it. This black <laughs> oh, get rid of both of them. I like that. And this is charm. <laughs> I think I need to upgrade. Something cursed about this method. Failure with despair and three advantages. Are you concerned about your stress levels right now? No. If I could learn something about these people, that might be useful. You have a despair here. Yep. There should be some pushback at this point. Sure. You have a despair here. You had advantages. Yes, but I, I net failed, so I'm not getting money. I agree. So the question was, did you want to use your advantages to improve your strain situation? No. Okay. Do you want to use your advantages to, to learn something, learn about something helpful about one of the other two people here? Or do you feel like maybe you can still make progress? I think I can still make progress with this woman. Definitely the pharmaceutical guy. He's, uh, he's tight-fisted. He's not greedy. He's making jokes about, like, the war and things like that. He works for a pharmaceutical company. This is a fertile ground for developing new treatments. Other people will benefit from eventually. The battlefield medicine feeds back in. And once whatever riffraff is cleared off whatever planet, then, you know, then you can move in and you can, like, harvest all of the 
like the plants and things like that. All the, the, the homeopathic treatments that the little natives have, like there's usually some chemical substance to them. And, you know, this is this is I, what, I got what he's going off I got you. Uh, but the lady, she's going to make a check against you. Okay. And uh, What is she doing? She's going to press you further about your connections with Tusk, hmm. actually. Because she may be lazy, but she is analytical. She doesn't do work herself, but she was at the Jewel of Yavin. She's like, you know, those charities, didn't they start right about the same time that the Jewel of Yavin was stolen? It was stolen from Tusk. There's like too many Tusk-related things going on now. It's just, you got cleared, right? But like, it's still... A, still weird. It's still a sticky wicket to have one of your crimes. A little uncomfortable. Yeah. So she's kind of... It gonna, sounds like maybe coercion, even if it's not aggressive. Yes. It's not friendly. Yes. She's a wealthy noble. Perfect. Shockingly, don't have coercion. Leadership, then? But you have a despair, so then. that's upgrading her thing. So it's yellow-green for her. Against my discipline, then? Yes. Uh, she does succeed. Four threats. So what is she trying to elicit? She's trying to make connections to determine, like, how you are really involved in all these things. Right. You had mentioned, oh, yes, I work security for him, and oh, now I run his charities and things like that. She's trying to ascertain, like, what's your connection to Tusk? Right. As well as, I think now she's sort of wondering, are these charities a screen for something? Like, oh, how interesting. His companies are all failing. And he started the charities right when he suffered a ma- another major financial loss. Right. So now it's looking like the charities are... Fraudulent. Yeah, money laundering of some sort. Okay. That's okay. what her analytical mind is driving towards. But she's and got she- a lot of threats, though. Might be able to maybe pay to make so, it go away. So you definitely, you can capitalize on her laziness if you can work that in. Maybe she says something like out of turn of like, Chobin, who cares about the Chobin anyway? Like, she's had a little too much to drink. She's let herself say something a little improper too directly, whereas the farm executive is trying at least to. Uh, okay. So she's opened herself up to social attack. All right, but she succeeded on you. Yes. If we want to do this as full and social combat, we could say you take strain we could. I'm, based I'm on fine successes, with like, but JT will or, give up some information. Okay, if you can provide information, then yes. Yes, like so. What's what's your real connection to Tusk? And what's going on with this charity what's anyway? Going on with this charity, JT will say like, yes, uh, Mr. Tusk did start it right after, and I will admit part of it was because his company was having a hard time. Crisis of conscience. Yes. Oh yeah, well, it was a crisis of conscience. That's true. <laughs> Which you? I instigated. Yes. You might recall Mr. Tusk used to be in business with a very powerful droid, Mar-3, that droid. He piled up too many debts, and, well, he was rudely disassembled. Tusk did not want that to happen to him. He knew he needed to change his reputation. He was down on his luck. He could not get more loans through strength of his credit rating, so he had to get loans through strength of goodwill. One way he was able to do that, start some charities, which I will admit I suggested to him that he start... Among other charities, the War Orphans Fund. Uh, I'm a war orphan myself. Uh, I'm from Gustavus, as you might have guessed, which suffered, I don't know if you were there, suffered greatly during the Clone Wars. But that's that's all in the past. We're looking to the future now. And it's you don't have to, you don't even have to do anything. Uh, we have lots of people who want to volunteer. We have lots of people who are helping out. We're not asking anyone to adopt any of these kids. Certainly if you do, I can recommend excellent orphanages. That uh, looks like a look of like appalled, like... If you'd rather just want to <laughs> donate a million credits, two million credits, <laughs> just a million credits a day, <laughs> we can open up a new orphanage, maybe here on Corellia. What did you say your name was, ma'am? Maybe you could... Her name is Emma Foslow. Yes, maybe the Foslow family, sponsored by the Foslow family orphanage, uh, I don't know if maybe you can get 
with this money, we can get the kids tours on all the big shipbuilding groups. They can get apprentice classes so they can work for these uh, shipbuilding companies. And hopefully, in 100 years, we won't need an orphanage anymore, especially a war orphanage. If we could just teach these orphans to be mechanics, Look, I gotta, we wouldn't like, need orphanages. This person's lazy. I'm not going <laughs> to... I feel like I'm only hitting one of her. The laziness, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was truthful and honest. Yes, this is my idea. Uh, she's pretty cool, though. Red, purple, purple. But you were getting blues to everything, and then you got another blue. Two successes, two threats, and a triumph. This is what I'm going to suggest. Okay. You have success. She will come to your gala dinner. Okay. You have a triumph. You got one million. She's definitely giving a million. She'd like to know more. But she'd like to know more. So in these sorts of situations, I would say, like, when you succeed your pitch, someone will agree to come to your dinner. Okay. But because you have a triumph, she's, she's putting down... To... She's like, oh, I only have to do is write this check? I think the threats are, like, other people in this conversation, like, they're kind of bored with this avenue. They're like, oh, yes, shipping. I'm in the shipping business. Blah, blah, blah. They start talking about something yes. else. Yes. So you're not going to get anything out more out of this cluster. Yes. But you have revealed personal information about yourself. I have. To this knot of people. Including that you were somebody with enough sway that you got tusked to do these things. You are a mover and shaker of some sort. Someone to be watched with some level of suspicion. Yes, or possibly someone who can be manipulated to achieve something. That is true. Like, Fixer. You were able to manipulate Tusk. If somebody thinks that they can put the screws on you to get you to like oh, get Tusk to do something. I see. Like I that's see. an interesting thing. Or somebody else might think that you are somebody that they can hire to do something like that to somebody else. Okay, that makes sense. There are people in this conversation who have formed opinions of JT and may try to cash in on those at another point in time. I think those, that sounds good. So I would say that's strange. Sure. We can end this encounter, I think, too. JT okay. has met her goals of got someone to come to the gala. Are you content to ride your little shuttle rather than try to sneak onto the fancy shuttle? I think so. Then we will end this encounter. I think the chaos decreases, is my opinion, because you got a donor. Yes, I achieved my goal. Just gotta do that 19 more times. Every million is five orphans we can get from entering the orphanage to adulthood. Chaos goes down to four. The NPC list now gets updated. Yes, these people need names. Emla Fazlo is Emla going Fazlo on here. is... She is the human aristocrat. You also, in this conversation, would have learned that Adipex Westcore is the Zabrak. Corrupt big pharma exec. Chihuahua exec. The other two we will worry about when they show up again later, but there were two others who have formed opinions of you. You name-dropped Lando, but I don't feel need to bring... No, I to don't drag a, a canon character onto this vessel. No. <laughs> we did also want to add PD-101 yep. protocol droid. Do you feel like you have created any new threads for yourself based on the conversations you have had? I don't think so, actually. GT still has this goal. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's still her primary goal. You've been listening to Cruise Control, set in a Star Wars universe, and played using Fantasy Flight Games, Star Wars, and Genesis role-playing materials. Our players were Dan and Jen, and our GM was the Mythic GM emulator. For the serialized narrative write-up of this adventure, visit us at DiceyStories.com. There you can also find our other adventures, including a related story about JT's girlfriend Renzi, our Star Wars Rush Hour trilogy. Our music comes from Purple Planet Music. Visit them at purple-planet.com. 
Until next time, this is Dicey Stories reminding you... Stay safe, citizens! <laughs>